So this is part two of oil is found in the house of the wise. So continuing on what I was saying, there seems to be a shortage of uh, church folks specifically. Um, when I say church folks, I mean traditional in and out the building on Sunday morning church folks. A great, great shortage of people who really, really are abreast of the situation and the dire uh, situation we are in, in in these end times. And some of them have even denied that, that we are in the end times. That's how far back they are. Um, oil is found in the house of the wise. You know, it reminds me of the of the ten virgins. It reminds me of the ten virgins. It reminds me of there were five wise and five foolish virgins, and the wise virgins brought extra oil. They had their lamp, and then they had their jugs of oil. But the foolish virgins, they were not prepared, okay? And when the foolish virgins came to the wise virgins, it said, give us of your oil. Oil represents wisdom. Oil is the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Then they said, no, we can't give you of our oil. Then we won't have enough for ourselves. Go where they sell oil and go buy some. But when they went off to buy it, uh, the bridegroom came and they were locked out. That's the day we're living in. Is It's not because people were kept in a pumpkin shell. It's because they kept themselves in a pumpkin shell. Every time truth was presented, they said, oh, that I don't want to see that. That's conspiracy theory. You know, that's what I had. I had a family member do me like that. I had two family members do me like that. Uh, they don't listen to this podcast, so... <laughs> So they think that I'm off the deep end, but that's okay, you know, because many of us are the are are very alone in our families, and I have several people that listen to this podcast that are exactly that, um, that you're the only one, or maybe one out of two, you know, um, but that's just the way it is. But um, some of the folks that I I personally uh, shared things with back in the early part of this in 2020 uh, have come around to listen more closely to me but unfortunately for some of those people it's too late um, with what has been rolled out in 2021 it's just the way it was 2021 was the end of the old the beginning of the new which was a good thing for my life, my personal life. There was a lot of things that went on, probably good things in end of, of old things in 2021, uh, even going into 2022. Um, but 2021 was also when they rolled out the pokey poke, end of the old way of being, beginning of the new way of being. They now ret- refer to us who are not poked, as homogenesis instead of homo sapiens we're we're now considered less evolved they call us homogenesis if you haven't got it well i'd like to be called homogenesis which is the original creation uh nobody can make a make a copy of this there's only one heather miller and there's only one of you you're unique 
and God's got his fingerprints on you. I'd rather have his fingerprints on me than the fingerprints of this world. Hallelujah. So oil is found in the house of the wise. I'm going to read that real quick. But there's something else I want to read to you. I think you're going to find it quite interesting. Um, I just want to read it as a word of encouragement. Because Proverbs is amazing. You should never forsake reading Proverbs and say it's just for babies. Proverbs is not for babies. Proverbs, Proverbs and Psalms, they are full of some stout stuff. So Proverbs 21... Uh, 20. There is treasure to be desired and oil in the dwelling of the wise, but a foolish man spendeth it up. So oil is found in the house of the wise. Wisdom. So I wanted to read here. I wanted to read here out of uh, Jeremiah. I'll read a little bit out of Jeremiah. Um. And I'm going to read about us being the hindermost nation. Now, I read this many, many, many years ago when I was a young Christian. uh, Probably in my late 20s, early 30s. And the first time I ever saw this, I thought, that's us. We are the the last Babylon. We are that if, if... if you were looking from way back there in, in time and you you could see through a telescope and you could see way far out there. It's like Jeremiah was looking through a telescope. He could see and there was a hindermost civilization, a hindermost nation way out there. Okay. It's the last Babylon. that, And that's the way it's referred to here. Now hear this. Um... Because ye were glad, because you rejoiced, O ye destroyers of mine heritage, because you are grown fat as the heifer at grass and bellow as bulls, your mother shall be sore confounded. Who is our mother? Who birthed us along with several other nations? Canada, Australia, America, Britain. Britain is our mother. She that bear you shall be ashamed. Behold, the hindermost of the nations shall be a wilderness, a dry land, and a desert. Because of the wrath of the Lord, it shall not be inhabited, but it shall be wholly desolate. Every one that goeth by Babylon shall be astonished and hiss at all of her plagues. Remember in Revelations, loved one? Remember? He said, come out of her, my people, that you may not partake of her plagues. Put yourselves in array against Babylon. Round about all ye that bend the bow. Shoot at her. Spare no arrows, for she hath sinned against the Lord. Shout against her round about. She hath given her hand. Her foundations are fallen. Her walls are thrown down. For it is the vengeance of the Lord. Take vengeance upon her as she hath as she hath done. Do unto her. Uh, for those of you out there listening to me saying, oh, come on, Heather. You know, we're, we're not that. That's not us. So you need to pull it out. Okay? Pull it out of the sand. America uh, exports more child pornography and filth and pornography than any other country. And Hollywood exports more filth and influences the world. Uh, there are no studios like anywhere else in the world like Hollywood that can give off the special effects and the the light show that they put on with all of the most gory, disgusting imaginations coming from the minds of demons. 
uh, coupled with their agenda that they want to do to the human race, except Hollywood. And that flows all over the world. People watch our movies and the filth and, and coming out of that place. Uh, we influence it, and we we influence the whole world. We are the nation that sits on many waters which is many different, all different kinds of people. We're the great experiment. We're the big mix-up. We represent all of humanity as a whole coming together in one nation. Okay, we are very symbolic. (sighs) Cut off the sower from Babylon. Mm. The sower is the farmer. And him that handleth the sickle in the time of harvest... For fear of the oppressing sword, they shall turn every one to every one to his people, and they shall flee every one to his own land. Israel is a scattered sheep; the lions have driven him away. First, the king of As- Assyria hath devoured him, and last, this Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon hath broken his bones. It goes on and on. Um, there was a place in here where it talked about the north coming. Mm-hmm. Bear with me. I'm going to look something up real quick. Just bear with me. Mm-hmm. So sorry. I'm not the most, I'm not the greatest orator. <laughs> okay. Bear with me. Jeremiah 9, 11 and 12. Jeremiah 9. Mm-hmm. Okay, here it is. Let me go back to it. Hello. Okay, so going back, I read on out there to verse 17. Going on up back to verse 9 in chapter 50 of, of, of Jeremiah. It says, For lo, I will raise the raise and cause to come up against Babylon an assembly of great nations from the north. And they shall set themselves in array against her. From thence she shall be taken with their arrows, shall be as of, as of a mighty expert man. None shall return in vain. Um, these are interesting prophecies. And when he's talking about, they say, oh, Heather, that can't be us. But it's talking about the hindermost of the nations. Your mother shall be sore confounded. She that bear you shall be ashamed. Behold, the hindermost of the nations. Okay? The hindermost. That means the one that's the furthest out there. It's the last one. Okay? Because Babylon is a spirit that has possessed many civilizations and rested all throughout time. She's the whore of Babylon. And she's rested on many civilizations. On Egypt, originating in Babylon. On Egypt, on uh, all of these different ones. Rome. Okay, you've heard me say we're the modern day Rome. Same thing. Same thing. We're the modern day Babylon. Rome's... Uh, pagan gods, their whole system was based on the same things from Babylon. It was just evolved into other names. Okay, it's all the same thing. So, that was interesting. And then I wanted to read something that was recently published on video. And I'm going to go there for a minute. Um, 
I usually don't go places like this, but I'm going to go ahead and go here. Okay, from the beginning of this Ukraine thing last year in March. I looked at that and I went, uh-oh. <laughs> you ever do that? You ever look at something that just got started in this world or something and the Lord just draws your attention to it and you go, uh-oh. <laughs> I never pay attention to wars and rumors of war and all that sort of thing. I mean, I keep up with a little bit, you know, but as far as like all the details and such, I have never had God draw my eyes to something like that quite like Ukraine. And as soon as I saw it, I knew. I didn't know how. I knew that the answers would come, but I knew it had something to, it was biblical. And that I needed to keep my eye on it. And that we needed to watch it and keep our eye on that. Because trust me, my, my, my brothers and my sisters, it will evolve and fulfill Bible, Bible prophecy in one way or another. Okay? Um, they continue to poke the bear. There's been a lot that's come out about why they're so dead set in being wrapped up with Ukraine. I also found it to be very, very odd and telling that the party that's generally anti-war, uh, uh, the, the blue team, they're always about anti-war and always have been. Don't go to war. Don't go no war, no war, no war. But you see how they, they switched the agendas on us? They just flipped the switch. They're controlling the masses, you see? They flipped the switch, so simple, and now the blue party has become the war party and the red party's become the anti-war party. And I mean, that's what they do. They manipulate us with this two-party system. So I'm looking at that, seeing a lot of things, and yes, it is a fact, it is a fact that there have been many bioweapons labs, U.S. bioweapon, Ukrainian labs over in Ukraine, okay? I'm not here to, to tout President Putin that he's a saint. That's not what I'm here to do. But you need to look into that. You need to look into it. I actually lost a friend last year over this. She won't be my friend anymore. Um... It was a woman that, a woman of God, she had a ministry, and she called me, just, we were talking, and all of this had just come about, and I had learned about the Nazism, it's heavily, it's definitely over there, without a doubt at all, there's so much to share on that, if you don't believe it, dig for it, you have two thumbs just like I do, okay, um, they're definitely modern-day Nazis. They never went away. They just went into hiding, and now they're resurfacing over there. Now, we're in support of them. Uh, uh, and and uh, even last year, one of their, uh, one of their uh, uh, political leaders was in an interview with Fox News where she outright said in the open, we not only fight for Ukraine, but we fight for the New World Order. Okay? So that was said. Nobody want to pay attention to it. But this lady, uh, she called me and we had a pleasant conversation until she started touting and going on about how wonderful uh, this Ukrainian president was and how noble he was. And I couldn't stomach hearing that come out of a professing believer's mouth or just lies and just she she's just so blinded by lies I'm not gonna I'm not one to sit there and knowing that somebody is just totally brainwashed and not try to give them truth 
And so in a respectful way, I did share truth with her. And I said, well, you know, I said um, in a polite way, you might want to look into this because here I've, I've learned this, this, and this. And I said, would you like to see it? And she flat out told me no, that she did not want to see it. And I was shocked. Church people, I was shocked. I said, you don't want to see it even if it's true? Even if you could, I mean, you, you could be wrong here because they are, they are standing for the wrong things and there's a lot of evil things and corruption in that whole uh, system over there in Ukraine. You don't want to see that. You want to support that. If I could show you, would you look at it? She, she absolutely said no. She didn't want me to send her anything. She didn't want to hear from me again. She lost, she just threw my friendship away over it. You're going to have people like that. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't still share truth with them, but you're going to have people that are going to reject you because of the truth that you've been given. But these things are going on. And the, the tables have flipped here, okay? Now we are the bad guys. Oh, turn my podcast off. By all means, I, I don't want to ever hear her again. That's fine. I do not care. Because the only thing that matters is that God knows I'm trying to tell people the truth. We are the bad guys now. We are the ones. And, and, and they, being Russia, <laughs> it looks like they've become the Christian nation. I, I, ha- I remember as a little girl, I remember, um, I remember when they had to smuggle Bibles into Russia. And you would hear preachers talk about it at church. You would hear preachers talk about the, the hardships that they had there and that we should give to these different ministries that are trying to get Bibles into the people. Um, they were under a different regime back then. Um, not now. Uh, Mr. Putin has built over 30,000 churches in his term in presidency over there. 30,000 churches. That's a lot, a lot of churches. Uh, he is very staunch, traditional values, okay? Very, very for traditional values. We've been lied to about a lot of things. So what is your point, Heather? The point I'm trying to make is where do you think we stand before the living God now as a country? We're not in a good place. We've put ourselves willingly in a place to be judged. And it really bothers me. It should bother you too. It bothers me. I live here too, you know. So I'm going to read something. I'll read what he said in his speech. It's kind of lengthy. It's not too bad, but it's kind of lengthy. But after I read it to you, please consider. Look at this. Please consider. And consider fasting a lot this year. Consider seeking God. Get serious about your Christianity. This is not for play, people. It's getting more serious. Um, I see this as a year of what the Lord showed me was, this is a year of things happening in in clusters. What does that mean? Um, This is a year where you're going to see things happen in clusters. If you see one of them, you're going to see many of them at once. Just like we're seeing with these trend derailments. Okay, I saw shootings. I saw shootings. 
that you're gonna hear shooting oh there was a shooting over here and the next thing you know two days later shooting over here it's gonna happen in in clusters everywhere you go every move you make don't be in fear be in prayer okay this is the, the, the time has come, my love. The time has come that, that many, many men and women of God warned of. The time has come when they said back in the day, they said, there's coming a day where if you don't hear from God, you won't survive what's coming. Well, now we're in that day. We're in the day where if you didn't get your lamp filled with oil, if you didn't do right, if you didn't tank up, okay, oh, you don't hear from the Lord go find you somebody that does that's a good solution amen there's hope <laughs> some of you may say Heather I just don't think I hear from the Lord I don't know if I hear from him clear enough I don't know I don't know I understand that we all feel like that sometimes I go through that myself but if you're not totally confident that you're hearing from God Stay close to somebody that does. Pray that God sends you a good preacher in your life. Pray that God connects you with a good ministry. Pray that God sends you a friend, okay? That y'all can get together and sincerely serve God together, okay? And, and that get close to somebody that is hearing from God. That person will love you enough to share truth with you and will be there with you to pray with you and help you with real-life practical situations that are coming on this earth. Okay? Hallelujah. There's hope. God never gives us problems without solutions. Um, so I'm going to read this. <clears throat> and I believe it was, I don't know when exactly he did this speech, but it was not too many days ago. And this is just one part of it. And he says, quote, And here they lie constantly, perverts historical facts, do not stop attacks on our culture. These Russians... The, the Russian Orthodox Church and other religious organizations of our country. Now, he's talking about uh, the West and the media and uh, those on the opposing side lying um, and uh, how they're attacking their churches and their culture over there. See what they do to their own people. The destruction of the family cultural and national identity, perversion, mockery of children, and pedophilia are declared the norm. He's talking about us, America, the norm of their life. And priests are forced to bless same-sex marriages. God with them, let them do what they want. What do, what do I want to say here? But I want to tell them, look at the Holy Scriptures, the main books of all the other world religions. Everything is said there, including that the family is the union of a man and a woman. But these sacred texts are now in doubt. As it became known, the Anglican Church, for example, plans to consider the idea of a gender-neutral God. Who, what can we say? Forgive us, Lord, they know not what they do. Millions of people in the West understand that they are leading to a real spiritual disaster. The elites, directly, I must say, go crazy, and it seems that they can go no longer that they can no longer be treated. But these are their problems, as I said, and we must protect our children, and we will do this: protect our children from degradation and degeneration. 
that was President Vladimir Putin of Russia, <clears throat> who's so supposedly rotten and horrible as, as portrayed in our American media. And the only thing I've ever heard from an opposing um, side um, about President Putin, when I asked them, well, what is it about him? They always say, well, he was in the KGB. It's like, okay, he, he was, okay, what else? I, I don't know, he's just bad. Well, why is he bad? Because he is, you know? <laughs> uh, it sounds like a man that's got his, um, his morals lined up. Never dreamed it, that I'd see the day that America looks like America has turned into a cage filled with every hateful bird, just like Revelation said. We're, we're Revelations 18. And Russia is now the Christian nation. Do you remember the 80s? Anybody, anybody listening to this podcast? Are you an 80s kid? Do you remember when the Berlin Wall fell down? You remember... Um, having to have missionaries to smuggle in Bibles. Do you remember this? And and how things have changed. How they've changed. We are in a position today, body of Christ, remnant of God. Listen, okay? We have to team up together to in every way, spiritually and, and maybe even in the natural in these coming up years, um, things are going to be done differently. Um, this is what I see coming. Um, and I've seen this for a while. Um, but you're going to see American families begin to live together the way other nations have lived together. What do I mean by that? Well, you go into a lot of other cultures, especially uh, just any other country, okay? Most other, many other countries. Um, South American, Central American different parts of the world and you don't have everybody has their own big house and two cars in the driveway and all of that okay what you see there is you see all of the family living together in homes like you'll see the grandma and the grandpa and the the children and you know uh you know families are flocking together in smaller spaces because that's how they survive and that's how they live okay It'll probably be a lot better for America's morals. It'll be a lot better for our, for our souls and our spirits because we'll get to do without some things and we will get to learn and we'll get to be disciplined, okay? Because that's what America's needed for a long time. America is a spoiled, rotten child that needed a good butt whipping. It's true. Uh, go back to my podcast, um, If My People... Um, that was done in the end of 2020 and I said that in there but yeah it would do it would do us some good to go without some things so sad um but for God's people what does God have for us what's God have for us well we're going to learn how to live in a country that's under the judgment of God and we're going to be better people for it also in somehow some way even though it looks bleak, he's going to make a way for us. Punishment, the, the judgment is not for, for people who have been serving the Lord, who've repented and you're walking with God and you're, you're trying. You know, 
God didn't say you wouldn't go through trial now. He didn't say we wouldn't go through some trials and hardships. No, he didn't say that. But judgment is for those that have turned away from him. Look, you don't believe it? Look, I'm going to tell you. Over here in 1 Kings 19.18, we're going to go back and we're going to look at Elijah. See, I am hitting all those scriptures that I said I'd get to. Maybe I should do this every time. I should just have an hour and a half long podcast. <laughs> I don't think I should do that. But this time I am. And this is, I don't want to make this the norm. Um, see how Elijah in chapter, in chapter 19, 1 Kings, chapter 19, verse 13. Okay. He was discouraged and he didn't know. He felt like he was the only one. He thought he was the only one. I'm going to read this to you. And this should encourage your heart. Because look at what the Lord does. And it was so when Elijah heard it. Hold on, hold on. Let me go back up a little bit. Oh, it's great, but the Lord was not in half the fire. Still small voice. And after the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice. And it was so. When Elijah heard it, then he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entering of in of the cave. At the entrance of the cave he was in, he had been driven off. He had been driven off to hide, and he was hiding in a cave. Jezebel was a very um, evil, spiritually powerful, high uh, witch. I've heard some very ignorant takes on this story really ignorant I've heard preachers preach that how silly Elijah was that he ran off from that little woman and went hid in a cave that's a, that's a foolish take on this okay <laughs> some of those same preachers are probably going to go hide themselves with what's going on and what's fixing to happen they're fixing to find out you know, I don't believe in criticizing the great men and women of God in this Bible. But he was up against this evil. Uh, she was the rich. She is the Jezebel. But she's possessed with uh, a very wicked, demonic, old and ancient demonic spirit. That's what really Jezebel was possessed with this spirit. This old ancient a female spirit's very evil. Uh, Jonathan Kahn wrote a book on this. I believe that Jeze I personally believe Jezebel was possessed with that very high up entity. Uh, Jonathan Kahn wrote a book called The Return of the Gods, and it's about the dark trinity. And he talks about the, the three uh, figures in that dark trinity, and one of them is this wicked female spirit, okay? So, lots of spiritual power of darkness, okay? But for a season, God allowed this to take place where the prophets were run off in these caves to go and to be preserved. God put them there to preserve them, okay? And we know he was fed by ravens and such. That's why I have that picture on the thumbnail. That, if you can see it, it's, it's Elijah being fed by a big raven that's flying down. If you can look at that thumbnail. Um, so he goes to the front of the cave and behold, there came a voice unto him and said, what doest thou here, Elijah? And he said, I have been very jealous 
for the Lord God of hosts, because the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant, thrown down thine altars, and slain thy prophets with the sword, and I, even I only, am left, and they seek my life to take it away. This one of the greatest men of God in the Bible who would later be carried up in a fiery chariot. And he even had that moment where he was discouraged. Okay? He had that moment. And if you skip on through, go up to 18, and it says, Yet I have left me, God is saying this, Yet I have left me 7,000 in Israel, all the knees which have not bowed unto Baal, and every mouth which hath not kissed him. So, God, Elijah didn't know that he was not alone until God came to him and said, Oh, I have others that I have also preserved like you. There may come a day here in the future. There may That may, day may even kind of feel like you're in that day now where you feel like, Heather, I feel like I'm surrounded by people who are not awake to how serious this is that we really are in the end times or you may feel alone and you want you want companionship of a like-minded believer and you feel like there's no one else there's people out there there's people out there I pray that God connects you with other like-minded people okay but there are others so yes he does do this he does um yes he does um preserve us during these times. Uh, he, the judgment that was upon the land at that time, it wasn't for Elijah and the prophets. Did you hear that? I was talking about that. That's what I was just saying is, is the judgment that's fallen upon this land. It wasn't for, uh, it's not for God's people who've been striving and pushing and grabbing for him and trying to push into him and trying to do what's right, trying to serve him. It's for those that wouldn't it's for those that still won't. And so many warnings. Wisdom pays heed to warnings. The warnings have been, come out of her, my people, that you may not partake of her plagues. He wasn't talking to Satan's people in that passage. He was talking to God's people. That you also have been tainted with bad ideologies, bad culture, uh, no telling what's in your house, okay? What's in there? Go through your kids' toys even. Look at the video games. Look at the movie cabinets. Look at books. Look at music in your playlist. Um, look at, look at, look at. Go through it and say, is this from God? Look at it. And if it's not, get rid of it. Get rid of it. That is part of coming out of Babylon. That's what he was saying in Revelation 18. Come out of her, my people. He was talking about the whore of Babylon, which is the same, uh, connected to the same thing, this Return of the Gods book. Jonathan Kahn's talking about the dark trinity. She's very sexual. She brings in the utmost sexual perversion you could ever dream of. Okay, on a culture. That's one of the traits that she, she what she does. She feminizes men. And she masculinizes women. Okay, evil, evil, evil. Jezebel was surrounded by her Enochs that had been castrated. That spirit was on Jezebel. Okay, so um, it's a very dark spirit. Get rid of it. Come out of her. 
If you've been taken by these world's ideologies and you've been taken and swept off into affirmation, fake Christianity, if you've been taken off by this soft feministic Jesus that's, uh, I'm sorry, that Jesus, Jesus, that Jesus isn't real. That's a fake Jesus. Jesus is not soft feministic and wimpy and that's the way they present him. No, he was, he was, He's the ultimate warrior. He is the general of the army that's coming back in Revelations 19 with the white, with the saints in white on the white horses. Okay? Not a wimpy God. Okay? Turn away from everything that's tainted by this Babylonian system. That's all I have to say. This has been a heavy podcast. Congratulations if you made it all the way to the end. I'm going to read Psalm 121. (laughs) This is the last one I'm going to read. I'm going to read Psalm 121. And this made me smile today. And I'll leave you with this. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even evermore. So he's going to keep you. Look up. Keep your head down and do what you need to do and only look up whenever you're looking up unto Jesus. Stay busy, stay connected, stay informed, and stay in tune with what God has to say to you. No matter what goes on out there, no matter how many trained derailments there are, no matter um, how many people don't want to hear the truth that you're still trying to warn them, no matter what, no matter what, you have yourself a lovely day. Anyways.